You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training. Welcome to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and this week your group will be studying Unit 2, Session 3, A World Purged, which focuses on God's judgment of human sin in a global flood. So, here are three things you need to know, read, and do as you prepare for this week's session. This passage involves a point of difficulty for many English readers in Genesis 6-6, which says that the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and that he was deeply grieved. And as mentioned in the commentary section of this uh, this session, there are differences in how this is translated. I mean, some translations will say that God repented or that the Lord was sorry rather than he regretted. But regardless of the translation questions that arise, there is an issue with what it actually does mean and an implication to to it that comes out of this, out of however we translate it. And that question is, is does God change his mind? Is he fallible in some way? Is he capable of error? And knowing from the full counsel of Scripture, we know that the answer is no, of course. Scripture makes it abundantly clear that God does not change his mind, that he is not fallible in any way. He never makes a mistake, but he always does exactly what he intends to do. What we have in this verse is an example of an anthropopathism. And that word in itself is a tongue twister. But here's what that means. It is a technical word which means to assign human feelings to a non-human being. So an anthropomorphism, for example, is where we assign human characteristics to a non-human being. Um, And so an example of that is Bugs Bunny in Looney Tunes who can walk and talk and make all kinds of snarky comments just like a human does. Um, any, any, an, any cartoon where, where animals talk, that's anthropomorphism. It's a human characteristic and ability. But this is different because anthropropathism deals with the feelings. Now, because God is a human being, He doesn't have feelings the same way that we do. And it's not wrong to talk about God feeling one way or another, of course. In fact, Scripture does this in in other places, not just in Genesis 6-6. But what we need to know is that um, when Scripture does this, it might be best understood as what uh, how some theologians would describe it as a condescension of God. So it's something that he has done not as an insult to us or to, to talk down to us, but he's doing this for our benefit, to help us understand God to the degree that we're able within the limits of our human language. But God is bigger than our language, and he's bigger than us. And so that's where so many of the complications in this arise. And so we need to be, uh, we need to help our group leader, our group members understand that. So that's something to know and something you really want to help your group, your group members understand in this session. Now, as far as something to read is concerned, there is a terrific article in the additional resources by Brandon Smith called The Better Version of Noah's Ark. What Brandon does in this article is explore how this event this of the global flood foreshadows Christ's saving work 
on our behalf, reminding us not just of the personal but cosmic scope of the gospel. And one line from this article that I just love is is this, that creation won't groan in chaos and be at odds with humanity. It will be restored, and a new Adam will lead a redeemed humanity to rule over it. So do check that article out. It'll, uh, it'll add some additional flavor that will help you as you prepare to teach this session. Finally, for your something to do, I would recommend, just for your own benefit as you prepare, to listen to the sermon by Ronnie Martin found in the additional resources called Noah, the Flood, and the Outpouring of God's Grace. This sermon will do your heart a tremendous amount of good as it reminds you of the good news of God's grace that we see in this passage of scripture. And as you do, I hope that that good news is what you're able to communicate effectively to your group, even as you explore a powerful example of God's judgment. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.